At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is primetime action on a Friday night from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome in. We've got a big show for you tonight. I'm Ben Wilson. Jeff Parles on the desk. The duo's back at it again, Jeffrey. I mean, the, people are going to be seeing a lot of us in the next few weeks. That's yeah. all i got to say. Get ready. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass tonight. We've got a loaded baseball slate. We've also got Open Championship Day 2 in the books. We'll get to that a little bit later. Talk some UFC fight night with Jordan Sherwood coming up a little bit later. This hour, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, as Jeff described, defends his take on the Lions. That's kind of how, how we at least will lead into that. We'll also talk some CFL because who doesn't love a little... CFL action uh, late on a Friday night. There's, a, there's some other games as well on the card this weekend that Eric will be running uh, and having his thoughts on. But, Jeff, uh, some big games here about to start in the baseball card. Uh, what, five here we have starting at this Well, you, uh, you mentioned the CFL real quick. It's, it's Kelly Bidlin's second favorite sport, for one. And oh, it's it's up there, and I have uh, I have not been betting it this year, but I do have a game circle the uh, a side circled for the game tonight that I'm interested to see uh, what Mr. Doctor Eric Eager has to say about it. I also do have a summer league play. Oh, I don't know. I don't. My first summer league play of the of summer league, but as soon as Chet Holmgren got ro- ruled out of this game tonight uh, for the Thunder and Warriors, as they're about to go, I did jump on the uh, Warriors side. Uh, the, the line has drifted. I don't really know that I'd be running to bet it now. I don't really bet summer league but really just it was a it was a news-based bet so i will be tracking that tonight and then maybe a little cfl so way more betting than i'm usually doing uh, this time of year nba summer league cfl jeff you are going to have a very interesting prop in major league baseball (laughs) wnba we are covering all bases tonight we are by the way the cfl game tonight is undefeated versus undefeated uh calgary versus winnipeg so get ready for the teams be ready for the stampeders and the blue bombers Bombers. tonight but let's get right into baseball Quickly, already underway in Miami, Alcantara, Gibson, Phillies, Marlins, no score. Marlins closed almost $1.80. Actually, they did close $1.80 at home, which is pretty wild price, even with the Cy Young frontrunner on the mound tonight for the Fish. I almost made a bet on the Phillies. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Starting momentarily in the Bronx, we get Yankees-Red Sox again. I wish, I wish one of these books, Ben, would put a number on time of game that would for be these so brilliant. Yes. I, it's uh, some, 347 and a half? Yeah. That, that, that Is sound, that what you would set that, that at? That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Make it 
Yeah, 227 and a half no. minutes. Yeah, that's about we're right. Make it, we have to do the we math. Have to, we have oh. to do it. Yeah, we yeah. have to do it minutes, okay. I, I would imagine. Uh, Eovaldi and, and Jordan Montgomery for the all of a sudden, not any good New York Yankees. I'm kidding, guys. They did lose two out of three to the Cincinnati Reds uh, during the week. Montgomery and company, minus 165 at DraftKings, minus 155 behind us here at the South Point. Sox on the take back, plus 145. Total of eight here, juice to the under. The Braves will have an opportunity to make, a, make up a half game on the Mets today because the Mets were rained out in Chicago against the Cubs earlier today, and the matinee did not happen at Wrigley. Ian Anderson, Patrick Corbin, who, been amazingly enough, Patrick Corbin has been a little bit better recently. ZRA is down to under six. Bravo to you, Mr. Good accomplishment Corbin. there. Uh, minus 165 in Atlanta, uh, plus 152 on the Nats behind us here at the South Point. Total nine and a half. Juice to the under, I did consider taking the over in this game, but I, I just couldn't get there at a nine and a half. And then, Ben, a game you have a play on. Last night, the Omaha Storm Chasers, better known as the Kansas City Royals, pulled off what was the biggest upset so far this year in a yes. Major League Baseball game, uh, winning last night as almost a plus 360 dog in Highest some number we saw it get was minus 440 at a on book Toronto. in Nevada. Yeah. Minus 440 in Toronto. Ridiculous. Loses. Yeah. Plus 320 uh, behind us here on the Royals last night, 3-1. Now, Ben, we talk about over-adjustment all the time. Tonight, Alec Manoa, who has been fabulous at Rogers Center this year, takes on Zach Granke. Minus 330 on Toronto at DraftKings. Royals down to plus 275. Run line is minus 160 or minus 155, depending on the book. But you got to play uh, on the team north of the border. There's here. clearly been some action, too, on Kansas City. A couple shops here in town as low as minus 300. So I, I have a play on the Blue Jays' run line here uh, at minus 150. I just felt like, as you talk about, was that line too high last night? For, was 440 ridiculous, even against a AAA lineup in a one-off Major League Baseball game? Yes. Is now adjusting that down basically a dollar and a half to minus 300 with one of the best pitchers in the game on the mound against said same AAA lineup. Is that an over adjustment? I would argue yes. So I'm going with Alec Manoa and the and the Blue Jays there on the run line. Kelly remembers the last time I bet on Manoa and the Blue Jays though. It was that, it was that A's team total under, which is the fastest baseball full game bet I have ever lost. <laughs> when he gave up, I had A's under two and a half, and he gave up three runs in the first inning. So was that his last start? Uh, that was, I believe, two, two starts, starts ago, ago for two for Manoa. So. We're trying to bounce back there, Jeff, but this was kind of just on principle. And when you have 10 players out due to being unvaccinated, ineligible to play, I'm just upset the Royals are not starting Brewer Hicklin tonight. Is that that guy is the has the greatest uh, greatest name in all of baseball, at least at the moment. Yeah, Zach Greinke. Brewer Hicklin. Let's get him in there, Jeff. Come on, what do we do? Zach Greinke gets the start for Kansas City tonight again. The the, the Jays a humongous favorite as high as. The highest number I see right now is minus 360, Ben. That's what that's the biggest number I see right now on the board. And let's just make, let's make no mistake, too. I mean, Granke, it's not the Zach Granke of old guy with a no. 551 expected ERA and a, a raw ERA over four and a half. So I, I certainly expect the Jays' bats to wake up as well. So, Ben, the uh, Baltimore Orioles had an off day yesterday. They go into Tampa tonight, winners of 10 in a row. Break them up. Over 500, a game and a half out of the postseason. Uh, they'll send Tyler Wells to the bump there at the Trop tonight. And uh, at least Patino gets the start for Tampa. Rays minus 119. Uh, Orioles on the take back plus 109. Total seven here. Ben, this is almost cheap enough for me to take t Tampa Bay here. Just uh, I, I was trying to get to the point of going against Baltimore in Chicago. Thankfully for me, I didn't do it because the Orioles steamrolled through the Cubs. Viper Hawks in, did. in that, uh, and we regretted it in that two uh, in that two game series at Wrigley. But look, you got two teams on massive winning streaks right now. We'll get Seattle later on in the program because they don't start until eight o'clock Eastern in Arlington against the Rangers. But, Ben, uh, this feels like a good spot. It's not on my card. Kelly, it very well make, may make my card in the next 90 seconds here before this game starts. Wes Reynolds last night sitting in your seat, he, he faded the streak. He faded the Mariners. Two nights, yeah, yep, the Mariners. Uh, yep. That, was, that was not a fun experience for, for young Wes. So they were up 5-1 uh, in that game, end up losing 6-5, 2 in the 7th, 3 in the 8th of the Mariners, who have now won 11 straight. And I know you are tempted there to potentially fade that 10-game winning streak of Baltimore. Uh, speaking of, because we faded Baltimore in, in the uh, decent I, baseball betting pentathlon, congratulations I, I, to uh, follow the money for winning. Can we pour one out one final time, though, Kelly, for the, the Viper Hawks? 
It's over. Yeah, it's over. It but we'll sad. be back. We'll be back. We you missed it last night, Jeff. We were we were doing the strikeout counter. We were hanging the, the literal K's on the desk here. And Framber Valdez got to five. We needed ten or more strikeouts from Framber. I thought it was six. He didn't get to six. He, got. he got to five in the third inning, and we started to get excited. I might started have hanging him six. K's. And after that, he hit a guy up up o two and did not record a strikeout the rest of the night. So. Yeah, it was, it was a, a good bummer, run for the Vikings. Yeah, congratulations, Fall Money. A good uh, a, a good event uh, that uh, maybe ended with some some drama yesterday <laughs> Makes you sweat, amongst uh, amongst some picks and shows. But no, nah, it was fun, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll do something again for the NFL season. Team uh, Viper Hawks for life. Kelly, we're uh, adding a bet here. We're taking Tampa minus uh, minus one fourteen. Against the Orioles here, the but, classic Parles bet ninety seconds before the game. Yeah, Ben, you ever notice how he always says we're we're adding a bet here, like we're all going to bet this it's together like, you know, or something Spieth like that. Talks with about his caddy Michael Greller. It's like, yeah, you know, we uh, on the fourth <laughs> hole we mis we miscalculated the distance by about six yards. You know, we, that, that, that's more of a, that's more of a partnership than uh, yeah. That than actually makes bet. sense what you said. If he but, said he hit if if he said we hit the shot bad, then it wouldn't make any sense because uh, Jordan, you're the only one who hits the ball. Right. I just I still find it funny that he he has made statements kind of like that before. Re- Je- Jeff in regardless, his phone. I'm in minus one fourteen. Thank you, William Hill, for that. <laughs> Jeff and his phone are like an entity here. You know, they're, they're hey, really- look, you got to make your plays if you if you think of an opportunity. I was waiting for that little number to get low enough, and it finally got okay. got to the threshold. So. Adding to my very creative betting card tonight. Good luck stopping the unstoppable Orioles, <laughs> led by Ryan Mountcastle. No, you guys aren't as fun with Matt's and I. I, I you know, I can't steal Matt's, uh, <laughs> Matt's thing. Kelly, do we want to show my my ridiculous betting card here tonight? Uh, sure, it needs I, to be updated. Why don't you give well, it a second? We'll, we're, we'll add the raise whenever whenever we get the There's chance. Too to. many bets, Jeff. But but I uh, I, I mean, I, I only have three, but they are little. They're a little wacky. All, yeah. Well, one of them, the raise one is the most traditional one. But Kelly, you and I were talking about this before the show because, and and Ben, you would you've been involved in this a little bit with. The, the folks who do our great work downstairs, the no grand slam on the day of baseball. So far this year, there have been 66 grand slams. Every team has played more than half of their season so far this year. Every team actually close to 90 games, if not already played 90 games. I'm kind of surprised to see that the yes was favored. Now, if someone understands the math a little bit, Better, sure, tweeted us, tweeted me, at Jeff Parles, tweeted the network, at VEASAN Live. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm fine with that because I'm willing to hear the yeah. the math behind it. But I'll take a, a plus price. I wish I was getting plus 110, but regardless, that's fine. And then uh, there's the raise bet. And then we're going to the WNBA. Daniel Alvari would be very proud of me today. The Lynx get their own little legend. Yeah, yeah I, I'm laying three and a half with the Lynx. The, they're playing the Fever, who are really bad. The big concern here, and I understand when a market has moved – on the fever here tonight, Ben, the Lynx with a very rare back-to-back in the WNBA, which you almost never see in that league. It is very rare. And they have to fly, uh, fly commercial, too. They don't get to fly charter, which is a total travesty. And then you're it's making a play back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, what, what are we doing? What I like about your Grand Slam bet, though, Jeff, kind of like what Wes had last night. He bet Gausman to lead, lead the night slate in strikeouts. Yeah. Any, anytime any game has the bases loaded. Jeff has to sweat out. Oh, yeah. We, we need a so bases funny. loaded alert uh, here tonight. It's like last night. Every time some a pitcher threw a strikeout, it was like, oh, t- like bad for Wes. And then Gausman would get a strikeout. Oh, good Wes. We're right. It was such a fun sweat. By the way, the Braves already have a run against Patrick Corbin, so there you go. Color me shocked. Color me shocked. We're going to talk some awards up next. Next week, we're going to reveal our midseason awards. But right after the break, we'll discuss what we think on some of these award odds. That is as we continue right after this here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back on primetime action where, uh, as Jeff Parles alluded to when we started the show, Yankees appear to be bad now, broken. It's all over. Season's all, over. Panic time. Everybody. <laughs> Only Joe Panic was involved in one of these games. Rafael Devers, 21st long ball of the year, Jeff. Two zip to Boston, top of the first inning there in New York. As uh, it is scoring galore, we get another big fly as well in the nation's capital. Austin Riley, 26th homer of the year. Two-run shot after Matt Olson's RBI base hit, so the Braves take an early 3-0 lead, and the Marlins are already backing Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Day, Brian De La Cruz sack fly there in the bottom of the second one, zip to the fish. So, yeah, you're, we're panicking on the uh, Well, Yankees Well, again, as Kelly would say, the medium leans of the night tonight so far. The, oh, just the, just the straight-up leans? No, yeah, just the medium leans gotcha. uh, that, that we were having so much fun with last Friday night. The Phillies, obviously, Phillies look to be in a little bit of trouble already because they have – I don't think anyone's put the ball in play against Alcantara so far, maybe other than very weak contact. And then the Braves and the Nats, which I kind of liked over nine and a half. We have three runs already, and now the Nationals are throwing the ball over the yard. So you got all sorts of ridiculousness there. By the way, I, I know this doesn't pertain to bad. Well, we actually can flip this into betting in a second. Austin Riley not being a National League All-Star is a joke. It was a joke. He's the best player on the, on the third best team in the National League. He is the Braves' best player this year. I know Acuna long-term is obviously going to be better, but Austin Riley is 25 double, 25 plus doubles and homers. The guy, the guy's their best player. So, I, I, again, we'll get to the NL MVP in a little bit. I, I think that we might be able to tail that into that conversation a little bit. That grinds my gears too, Jeff. I mean, See, the guy, I, I, was trying to get, I was trying to give you some, something there. Ben was giving you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want – didn't want to give. I did not want to give Jeff what he what he deserved. I figured Kelly would be the, the guy for that. But a, a guy who hit only 33 homers and drove in 107 last year he's, has followed that up with a 284 slash line. Now 26 homers, 60 RBIs going into the break. He's so good. He, he's really really good, and he's one. And it's so rare that a guy on who was a key cog, like you said, for a world champion last year, just seemingly gets forgotten in the in the regular discussion. But here we are. Austin Riley kind of is that guy. And he really, I mean, had a little MVP buzz last year, didn't really sniff anything at the end of the, the day. And, got it. Uh, and we'll see on the NL side in a second where he stands now. But we start in the AL side. Both AL and NL MVP, Jeff, in, in a way similar, in a way very different, where you have one guy right around even money as the favorite right now. And it is Shohei Otani, who is back, minus 105 favorite, ahead of Aaron Judge, who did homer again last night. But you look at what Otani has done, and we mentioned it on the show yesterday, where you think about how ridiculous of basically a month-plus stretch this has been. 0.45 ERA, 58 strikeouts to 11 walks in 39 and two-thirds innings, and then he's hitting 287 with eight homers in the last 29 games. At this point, we've the, the hard part with this is trying to figure out what the voters are actually going to value and whether the so-called second-year arc will just somehow disappear just because the voter fatigue sets in, which is kind of a really ridiculous statement if you're looking at this from a numbers-based perspective. If we just throw that all out there, Jeff, Otani's certainly the rightful favorite at this point, but Aaron Judge is also on a near 60 home run pace, so it, it, it certainly seems as though this has become a two-man race at the top. 
Not sure how you can really find value in either one of those guys, the way it's been steamed down. But outside of if, if Jordan Alvarez, when he gets back to fully, fully healthy, if he goes on a heater, outside of that, I'm not really sure what other options are out there. Don't really see Trout with the way that team is completely falling apart, even being a factor right now at 13-1. to 1. A- Anyone below Alvarez is out. It's over. They're done. They're done. The only, the only guy you can make any sort of argument for would be if the Red Sox just went on this ridiculous heater led by Devers, which is just not going to happen. As good as Devers is, which, by the way, the Red Sox are torching Jordan Montgomery already, uh, and Devers is already homered tonight, but everyone below Alvarez is done. If Alvarez misses a month, he's done. He's he's on the IL with with that hand injury. So by default, we are down to two. The biggest thing at this point, and Josh Towers has said this when he's been on the network, uh, regardless if it was you with you on Betting Across America, Ben, whether it's with Gil this morning on a numbers game or with uh, or on my guys uh, yeah. or later, earlier today, if Shohei Otani makes it to the end of the season healthy, Shohei Otani should be the MVP. And, yes, I, I know I produced a show that is very Otani partisan at this point, but he is the best player in baseball, and it's really not close. Because he is a top five hitter. He wasn't hitting like that the first month and a half. That's why Aaron Judge was able to become a a, a nice favorite in this market. Because Judge was at an outlandish pace. And Otani had an OPS under 800 the first six weeks of the season. Now, Otani's basically getting, getting closer to his numbers offensively from last year. Oh, and by the way, he's a top four pitcher in the American League. So... How can you get, not give the award to a top a guy who's legitimately one person, a top five hitter and a top five pitcher? I think you have a legitimate opportunity here where Otani can win both, win both the MVP and the Cy Young at this point, Ben. If you can find a plus price on Otani, and there are some in the market still, I think it's worth worth a shot still before you don't see any more plus numbers, period, the rest of the season. And we went to Judge, by the way, down to a 58 homer pace. He's cooled off a little bit despite homering the other day. See, I it's mem- all over for the Yankees. It's clearly all over for the Yankees. <laughs> uh, is it, it'll be, uh, they will not get a sack fly, but runners on the corners, one out there in the top of the uh, first inning, two in already for Boston. But oh, Otani, I, I made the case before when he was 40-1 to one to win the Cy Young that that number was just so ridiculous. With and At the time, his pitching was so much more valuable than what he was doing hitting-wise. And the pitching had also taken such a leap forward for him this year. When you look at the pitch arsenal, the way he's commanded the baseball, so much better. He's still getting the swings and misses, and well over 11, 12 strikeouts per nine. Now down to 7-1, to one, that it feels certainly like a fair number, but the question you have to come in, and it's like, well, I wouldn't bet the AL MVP just because, Jeff, I don't want to put the trust into, into the minds of humans is essentially how I would analyze that. I don't want to trust the voters here trying to figure out, oh, he did it last year, does he deserve it again, even though he, as you point out, clearly does. Cy Young is another case where – how confident are you that they let him pitch into, or I should say, deep into September and basically oh, pitch the, the whole year? Because that's the one, the one hang-up here with Otani. If you, if you want to take a flyer still at 7-1, to one, and that's still not, you know, still not a bad number, even though he's come crashing down from 40, that, doesn't that have to factor into it if he actually finishes the year? Yeah, I think, I think he'll finish. Again, if he's not hurt, I think he'll finish it. Remember, he's already had Tommy John, so it's a little bit different there, Ben. But the, the Cy Young race is difficult. Because if you're just going off straight numbers so far, McClanahan should probably be closer to, to, to plus 105 than plus 205. He's been that great so far this year. But you are dealing with a guy on the Tampa Bay Rays who very well might get disrespected in this. And you're dealing with a Hall of Famer after missing two seasons with Verlander's Tommy John surgery. And at the age of 38, he's one of the top five pitchers in the American League, even though... Some of the, the, the behind-the-scenes numbers, Ben, don't look quite as good as what Verlander Cy Young odds indicate. Yeah, but isn't that narrative just strong enough that the voters are like, I, likely going to be tripping over themselves or trying to is, give it to Ke- Verlander? Ke- Ke- Kelly, narrative means so much in, this, in the awards market, as we know, where, again, the narrative kind of got trampled this year in the NBA MVP mm-hmm. one, where Jokic's numbers were just so outrageous that the narrative of Embiid carrying Philly during the regular season just got trampled. But here, I agree with you. And baseball writers are guilty of it more than any writers in all of sports. 
of going with the narrative. And Justin Verlander, if he's close, could very easily steal this award, even if he is like the fourth best pitcher in the American League. And we talk about Otani, and could there be a pitch innings limit? McClanahan is certainly the one you'd worry about more than uh, McClanahan might not go more than six innings again the rest of the season. That's certainly, always the worry with Tampa possible. guys. It's why, I mean, I love McClanahan coming into the year. I think he was 18-1 to preseason. Didn't want any part of him for that reason only. And to me, it's been, it's been amazing to watch him overperform those preseason expectations because of the fact that you've got to do so much to essentially allow, get Kevin Cash to allow you to stay in these games. So the fact that McClanahan has gone deep at times at least makes me think, like, there could be some staying power there. It's just as, as we get later on in the year, you think Tampa will be in the mix for the wild card here, Jeff, and it becomes a classic case of – how much will Tampa rely on McClanahan when we've seen in years past? They, they clearly have not shown the willingness to do so. The, the Otani MVP thing, it, it's going to be interesting to me, I think, for the entire rest of the season because it's not, it's not so much – look, the guy's only won it once, right? I'm not going to say – I'm not going to ring the whole voter fatigue bell because there's it, – it's not that, right? It's the – I'm going to compare it more to Giannis in the NBA, right? Where Giannis is – and I know, I know this is different, but Giannis is still a – probably the toughest guy to defend offensively in the NBA, and he's a top-five defensive player. So it's one of those, he he's deserving of winning it every single year as long as he stays healthy and leads his team to the playoffs. Now, with Otani, I think it's kind of the same thing, but is his team going to be good enough to, for, for that to factor in, and is he like Matt Brown's pointed out a couple times on this show? Is he going to be pitching come you know August and September? And then what you what you do for voters, you're just you, all you need is one reason, right? One other guy to have a a standout historic type season to sway your vote because you always know the next year you can come back to Otani, right? So I, I think that's the one where I think it's going to be interesting is if Judge continues to hit these home runs. I think voters can always say, I'm going to vote judge because I can always circle back to Otani next year. Again, that's why I don't want to handicap the human mind. All right, It's that's tough. Because that, everything you point out, Kelly, is 100% true. I, I just don't want, to, I don't want to put myself in that situation, especially if you missed a number earlier on Otani. It's a fascinating discussion. We'll talk NL Cy Young and MVP a little bit later in the show. But up next, we recap round two at the Open Championship here on Primetime Action. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of this month. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, NFL preseason coverage, and premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. It's only 16 more days. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. One thing I will miss about Matt Brown being on vacation is our Canadian uh, currency exchange during 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 these reads, Jeff. So, if you want to, if there's one, if there's one thing that Matt Brown traditionally does, if you want to continue the tradition, it's weird. Is, I haven't gotten a single tweet or email complaining about us not doing. Oh yeah, that, so about yeah. us not yeah. having the yeah. Canadian yeah. currency. Yeah. Doesn't now, seem come to, to think that much demand out there. <laughs> come to think of it, I mean, it is kind of a very a very small thing. There's a live bet for one, Jeff. Parles or parlay, as uh, our compatriot Gil Alexander would call you. So you are in on uh, under two and a half first five there in Marlins Phillies. Yeah, I, I don't. I usually don't like doing this when the number is so low because but. you already have a run on the board. But Ben, I the at bats that I've been able to see out of the corner of my eye from the Phillies so far have just been disastrous against Alcantara. And, and again, I don't. I, I don't want to make proclamations that are very hot takey. Sandy Alcantara has thrown 30 pitches through three innings because he's the most efficient pitcher in baseball. Four strikeouts already. I don't want to put anyone on no hit watch in the in the third inning because it's way too early. But you're doing. But the re- the returns so far from the Phillies are very 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 poor against Alcantara so far tonight. The live actual, if you're looking at money lines right now, at least in, in this game. And remember, the Phillies about a 20 cent line move in their favor already now. Uh, up to minus 340, minus uh, one and a half live, about minus 135. And our live total now down to five and a half uh, in, in that game at this point. Uh, let us discuss that. Uh, so you've got that bet in. Uh, the other, other score as well. Guardians put up three in the bottom of the first against Detroit. So that a uh, big start there. Drew Hutchinson getting rocked 
there at Progressive Field in Cleveland. But let us get into the Open Championship. Round number two, it has completed. And for the second straight day, we have a 64 out there. It was Cameron Young yesterday, takes the first round lead after an 8-under. Today, Cameron Smith with one of the greatest putting performances of all time. I don't know if, if how far back the strokes gain data goes, Jeff, but certainly the, the raw stat statistics on total feet of made putts go back a pretty decent amount of time. And Cameron Smith, in a single PGA Tour round, 253, this is technically unofficial, but right around 253 feet of combined putts he gained today, Jeff. 6.2 strokes on the field Ooh. on the putting greens alone. I, I, Kelly, we, you've been tracking this a lot longer yeah. than I have. I can't remember a guy with a single strokes gain putting round of five over, let, let alone over six from Cameron Smith. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, this is the biggest number I've seen in a while. You'll catch, uh, you'll catch at this point in the tournament some guys over five uh, or something like this, but this is a massive number, and I think... Especially in a major. Too. Yeah, in a major, it's a massive... Good point. In a major, it's a massive number, and it's, uh, you know, I, there's almost... It's one of those stats that's kind of funny because it's obviously very impressive the amount of feet that he's covered with these putts. But there's also so many, only so many courses you could even do this on, right? Where you would have to make 70 foot putts mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it's an incredible stat. Cameron Smith with the round of a lifetime at one of the most famous golf courses in the world. Uh, and look, it's uh, th this tournament is getting. Uh, very short, I think, on who is really who can win this now after two rounds. And you, there's not many times you say that, but leaderboard right now: Cameron Smith 13 under through two rounds. Cameron Young 11 under. Rory and Victor Hovland both 10 under. DJ 9 under. Hatton and Scheffler 8 under. You got four at 7 under, including uh, Patrick Cantlay, um, and then a group at 6 under par. I, I I don't know about you guys. Anything further back than. I mean, seven under even feels like a stretch at this point. I think you can kind of draw a line there, and anybody past that probably doesn't probably doesn't stand a chance when you've got names like Cameron Smith and Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson and Scotty Scheffler right at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. Fitzpatrick's the only guy who is lower Maybe, than seven yeah. that I would even give a fighting chance to. He's at six. He shot 66 today. Even Xander at five is probably too far back, even with how well he is played over the last few weeks. But, Kelly, we were talking about this before the show. I really do have a hard time seeing anyone who is below the T6 guys. So, Scheffler and Haddon are tied sixth at, at eight under. After that, I even though Scott, we know, has had success in this tournament in the past, Cantley, we know, is capable of going low. And Taylor Gooch, which I'm sure uh, the RNA would love if Taylor Gooch uh, <laughs> ended up winning this thing. Same thing with uh, with Dustin Johnson, the two live golfers. Uh, I, I really have a hard time seeing anyone below Scheffler and Haddon winning this. With that said, I don't think Cam Smith's going to end up uh, winning this tournament, guys. I really don't. You, we just we just showed the biggest evidence to why what he did is not sustainable. This is the most putting length. What? How many years are we going back? I mean, I'm not. I like, mean, that is uh, as, far, as far as I know. Yeah. As far as far as how I saw that stat earlier, it is the history of the PGA. Okay, Tour. so so if that is the case, if that is the case, Ben, it's the least sustainable thing we will probably see all year in golf. And Cameron Young's been very consistent, just two shots behind. You figured there would be some regress for Young today, but you know what? He still played well, still shot 69. Hung in there. Yeah. But as we know with, the, with this tournament, regardless of where it is, if the wind kicks up at the wrong time for the wrong people, that can bring a whole collection of guys who we think, oh, might be done. Oh, what happens if, if, if Xander Shoffley earlier in the day, with the wind not kicking up, goes out and shoots 66? And then the wind, wind kicks up when the when the the, la I mean, the later groups are out there. I agree with I, I agree with you now on this point, which is different from the point you made two minutes ago of saying that nobody worse right. than eight hundred. No, with, no, but, but but again, but but again, Kelly, again, all conditions without conditions, yes. But again, I I have to bring up that point. Because yes, I, I, I would I be shocked if, if we do not see wind and rain start to affect this tournament. What at makes some you, point. What makes you say that? <laughs> Something about the location. Something about the location. Well, well, the, the Cam Smith discussion is is to me the is where you have to start here, and he's now your short shot, and rightfully so. Plus one fifty five. Rory second favorite at four to one. Cam Young at eight to one, and Victor Hovland, one of just four guys there 
at, in, in the single digits right now. Hovland at eight and a half to one, and then DJ tied with Hovland. They're at 11 to one. It is usually we look at this stuff and we say, all right, if a guy is gaining that many strokes in a single round on the putting, it's got to regress somewhat to the mean. But what is but, interesting about Cameron, got Cameron Smith here. Not that he's maybe not that he's like Brad Faxon elite level golf. Like when Brad Faxon, the only thing the he's, only thing you remember about Brad Faxon was the putter and right. nothing else. But he's but, up there. But he is very very close. Yeah. He's one of the easily, best putters in the yeah, world. Easily a top five putter in the world. So that's my question here. We I don't know that I can be so quick as just to say Jeff. All right. Well, he just did this historic thing. I don't know how he possibly follows that up when he's proven time and again he is an elite putter and. This tournament is kind of predicated on getting into streaks like that in yeah. general. Not to this degree, certainly, but I'm not one to, to dismiss Smith. To dismiss Smith, I just think you have to look at: Do we find this plus 155 to be a fair number right now? There's still a lot of golf I, to be played. I, mean, I, I don't know how you could possibly jump short. in. Right now. I can't it's bet it. Short. It's too short. I, I look on the outright markets. There's a couple matchups I want to talk about here uh, before we run out of time. On the outright market, with the updated odds we're looking at, um, I, I, I think it's look Cameron Smith. It's too short. If you wanted to go bet Rory at four to one, I don't blame you. I'm not going to do it. But Rory is—he was my top ranked guy heading into the tournament. I—I I don't think that's a terrible bet. Victor Hovland, I expect to regress. Cameron Young, I expect to regress over the weekend. I don't know that I'd be running to bet either of those guys at under double digits. Um, I don't. If you want to go for a longer shot. I, sure, eleven to one. I think is in tw- uh, is fair on DJ. Twelve to one. I think is fair on Scheffler. But again, they have to surpass some pretty big names on the top of that leaderboard. So I'm not really in love with it, any of those uh, guys. Just for I haven't been able to look fully at matchups yet. I was quickly just scanning through what DraftKings just posted. Just hanging them right. They're just too. hanging them yeah. now. But three guys I've got circled to look at in matchups for tomorrow: Justin Thomas, uh, Jordan Smith, and Bazunhut. Bazunhut uh, that with a terrible putting round today, and honestly. Hasn't been great the first couple days. Another guy who is traditionally a very good putter on tour. I'm expecting to rebound a bit on the weekend. So I'll be looking if there anybody has matchups on him tomorrow. JT, the same thing. We've seen him kind of gain everywhere except for on those putting numbers where he's losing a lot of strokes. Lost two and a half today on the greens. Yeah, Jordan Smith, a Euro Tour guy, used to play in the Lynx golf courses. Uh, he has been, he was 10th, I think, in the field tee to green so far. Another guy losing a bunch of strokes putting and then go to the other side of this where guys are gaining. Brian Harmon, uh, over three and a half strokes putting through uh, in round two, fifth best in the field, and he's losing over a stroke on approach. I see something like that that looks like a fade for me. Victor Hovland, I love his game, but eventually, if the conditions come down and he's going to have to play more around the green and more pitching and chipping, that's not where he he excels at in his game. So I'm going to look to fade him tomorrow, and then if I see anything posted on Lee Westwood, that as well. Yeah, you can get Cameron Young uh, plus 105 on Hovland right now. That's one of the matchups I'm seeing, and you can also get uh, Jordan Smith minus 115 against Sebastian Munoz. That's one of the first I will uh, bet that times one, going sure. on. I'm kind of intrigued by uh, the Adrian Moronk over Marcus Armitage. Moronk minus 130. Just, I mean, just on pure baseline, Moronk certainly has the higher higher ceiling there. Both one under. Moronk got off to that r- ridiculously awful start, six over through ten. Moronk Your top 40 is still Mar- alive Mar- on Moronk. Moronk was seven seven under in his in his last 20 uh, 26 holes. Man, I kind of want to play that. We'll talk about it a little bit, little bit later in the show. But up next, it's NFL-CFL talk time with Eric Eager here in Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it on. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, 
every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in the Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. The Braves have added another run. There, Jeff Parles. Matt Olson, base it for zip on the Nats there at the top of the second. Remember, that was your uh, your, your patented. We do need to get a patent for the VEASAN host lean. That's not an official play. The over well, nine well, there is one, nearly it, halfway it was one, it, it, was one of, it was one of two. One of two. It was that one in the Phillies. And, again, I, I don't want to say – that a team is on no-hit, perfect game watch in the fourth inning. But Al- Al- Alcantara is four innings, six strikeouts, 45 pitches. And very limited contact, period. It's a bad recipe. It's a bad it's recipe. For Martin's your, live, one for your in-game uh, under two and a half first five, just hope you don't get no, I, I, I'm, Aguilar two-run homer well, in the I bottom got, of the fifth. Aguilar just grounded out, so we at least oh, have right. avoided okay. him. But Good work. But I, I, I am just... The Marlins are the concern there. That someone on the Marlins led a two-run homer in the bottom of the fifth, and now how yeah. I'll lose. Blue Jays are threatening here against Zach Greinke. Runners on the corners, one out. That was my one pregame play. Run line there for the Jays at minus 150. And speaking of north of the border, we're going to talk some CFL right now, as well as some you, NFL futures. You got to run. Ben. Oh, we got to run. Base hit. There we go. one nothing. There we go. Extension of Team Viperhawks as we're up uh, up one nothing there. Eric Eager, Dr. Eric Eager, co-host of the PFF Forecast, who you follow uh, at a PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. We'll talk some NFL future, certainly. But a big night tonight, Eric, in the CFL where the two short shots to win this year's Grey Cup, both undefeated. They're squaring off Winnipeg. The Blue Bombers hosting the Calgary Stampeders. couple of undefeated teams, and I'm seeing the uh, the Blue Bombers getting some action here, either three-and-a-half, four, four-point favorites. So what do you like in this one? Yeah, actually, it's interesting. If you look at some books, this thing has gone from four – uh, down to three, the the Stampeders, who, you know, they had a big come from behind, you know, 20-something 20, 20 come from behind win uh, against the uh, the Hamilton Ticats, the team that faced uh, Winnipeg in last year's Grey Cup. And then Winnipeg, you know, has had some, you know, I would say, you know, weird games so far this year. But last week, uh, as three-point underdogs, uh, you know, against the up-and-coming uh, BC Lions, absolutely pulverized them. So I think they're going to come in. You know, this is going to be a, a marquee matchup here. I, I took Calgary plus four uh, a lot, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, happy to see it at three. I make it about three, so I was willing to take that point of value uh, tonight. Eric, uh, there, there are a few games tomorrow. Is there anything on the card that you like tomorrow? Uh, uh, Saskatchewan at Toronto and Ottawa at Hamilton tomorrow. Yeah, I, well, there's a teaser I think that a lot of folks can play. I mean, if you if you like Toronto at plus three, um, but it, but it's not available to you, it's plus two and a half. You can take them, you know, up to eight and a half, uh, especially if there's books that will give you a minus one ten teaser. And then you have Ottawa, who's without Jeremiah Masoli, their quarterback got injured last week. Um, they get Arbuckle in a trade. You know, who knows how how long it'll take for him to sort of acclimate. Um, but the Hamilton Ticats, the team that was in the Grey Cup last year, zero and four uh, right now, they're laying it looks like eight points. 
uh, you can tease them down to minus two, uh, and you have yourself a nice little teaser tomorrow. If you don't like either game, uh, you know, ATS straight up, you can tease those two lines and, and get a good value there. I have to admit, Eric, I've, I've missed talk of, you know, teasers and, you know, <laughs> like tr- trying to look at different spots for the teams. I really have missed the week to week football discussion. This applies for CFL as you're talking about this weekend, but uh, certainly it'll be here for the NFL and college football by extension before we know it. Let's go to the NFC North as we now get into some of our NFL previews. We've been doing NFC North here this week on our 32 teams and 32 shows. You have thoughts on the Detroit Lions this year? You appear to be very bullish on what they're cooking up there in Detroit this year. Yeah, it's famous last words, right? I know during the pandemic, um, you know, all the sharps took the Lions at like nine to one to win the NFC North and bet it all the way down to six to one. Uh, you know, during the during the months where none of us could go out and have a, a bite to eat or whatever. And then, of course, uh, the Lions team that year, I believe, went three and 13 or five and 11 or something like that. Um, so we, we come at this with a little bit of trepidation. But, you know, Detroit's one of those teams that have the second easiest schedule in the NFL. Um, they don't play any games after 1 p.m. Eastern all season. And the only game that they have uh, that isn't a Sunday at 1 uh, game is a is that Thanksgiving game against Buffalo. You look at the rest of the division, the Packers, I think many people believe their defense is going to be good, but the offense is taking a step back. The Vikings are the Vikings, and the Bears, I think, are going to be one of the worst teams in all of football this year. So, you know, there's a spot for them. The NFC, you know, everybody's gassing up the Jets and teams like that, the Dolphins in the AFC, but there there aren't that many open playoff spots in the AFC. But in the NFC, if you look at DraftKings, you get four to one on Detroit uh, to make the playoffs. I make it much more like 27%, uh, which is basically a 7% edge there on four to one. Uh, I, I really like Detroit uh, as a long shot there in this conference. And, and you know, it starts with how, how hard they play under Dan Campbell. Eric, this feels like one of those bets, though, that you're going to know pretty quickly because those first four weeks, they get three home games. Philadelphia is the best opponent that they'll see at home. They get Washington at home week two. Seattle, who we all expect to be very much down in week four. This feels like one of those where you might have an opportunity uh, to bet the Lions in season on stuff as well, depending on how they do that first month of the season. Yeah, for sure. And there are markets like FanDuel that will allow you to bet season win totals as the season progresses. But I, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, they, they start as four-point underdogs at home to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they go on the road, you know, and, and face the Commanders, I believe, or, or they're, they're home to Commanders, I believe. I, I, and, and that game's more like a pick uh, If you want sort of any sort of uh, more uh, kind of like proof uh, that the NFC North is sort of contracting, their game against Minnesota in week three, the Vikings are only a five-point favorite last time I checked in that game. Uh, and so, you know, I think the, the markets are really respecting Detroit and that talent that they have, but you're right. I mean, one, when everybody's healthy, everything makes a lot of sense. Once you get into the season, uh, as I, I can't remember if it was Mike Tyson or somebody said, you know, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. I think that's going to be true about Detroit. Again, you follow him at PFF underscore Eric, Dr. Eric, your co-host of the PFF forecast. I want to go back to something you said a second ago. You said, because the Vikings are the Vikings, why at least give the Lions a puncher's chance here to compete in this division. With a new coach in Kevin O'Connell, certainly a roster that on paper, you, there are, are things to like about Minnesota just on the on the raw surface. Do you, you, you imagine things will be different at all this year in Minnesota and that this actually could be, under a new coach and a new regime, potentially a chance to avoid the disappointments that we've seen in years past? Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, they have not played under Kirk Cousins. They have not lost a one score, or lost more than a one-score game since uh, Christmas Day of 2020. So, you know, every game with that team is close. Uh, I think uh, a lot of that was by design with Mike Zimmer. You'd hope that Kevin O'Connell can extend games. I mean, Kirk Cousins has played about as well as all but probably five or six quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, since he's been in Minnesota, Justin Jefferson has been wonderful. Uh, you know, Dalvin Cook's a great talent, and the defense has – some talent. I'm a little bit bearish on their defense, but you know, if you're looking for places to bet, I don't necessarily know if I'd look over eight and a half, nine wins. I don't know if I'd look towards the division. I would look at Kevin O'Connell, coach of the year. If you look at DraftKings, it's 20 to one. Um, I, you know, Cousins, Jefferson, Cook, it's really hard to see them improve statistically, but if that team flips a couple more of those coins in those one score games, Kevin O'Connell is going to get a lot of credit. They win that division at, let's say, 11-6 and six or something like that. O'Connell at 20-1 to one to me is a good bet for Coach of the Year. 
Eric, we have about uh, about a 90 seconds left here. You mentioned that you're very low on the Bears. In markets like fewer regular season wins, the Bears right now are at 10 to 1. Is that a good enough price for you to take a shot on that? It's hard because I think that the team that wins that bet is going to be a team out of the AFC for which everything goes poorly, right? Uh, the NFC is just, you know, such that, you know, you have Seattle, you have Chicago, you have Detroit, you have Washington, you have, De- you know, New York, like all these bad teams kind of play each other. And so, you know, even though I think Detroit's going to be bad, I think that they'll win at least like three, four games. Whereas Houston in the NF- in the AFC is the big one. But I think like a team in the AFC, maybe the Jets, maybe the Patriots, Dolphins, um, you know, uh, Jaguars, if things go bad for them, the Raiders in the AFC West, not because they're bad, but just because the competition's hard. I think an AFC team is going to get that distinction in 2022. I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of Eric Eager as we get closer and closer to the start of the football season. Eric, I know you're on that uh, that CFL play again tonight. You were, uh, that was what, Calgary plus four, the play against uh, Winnipeg there tonight. And uh, certainly wish you the best of luck on that play. And I know we'll be catching up here soon. So thanks as always for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Absolutely. PFF underscore Eric uh, on Twitter. Uh, Jeff, we while while Eric, we were discussing things with Eric. One of the one of the worst strike three calls on a on a three two pitch. I mean, it was, it was a low. full uh, full like <laughs> six inches low. I'm, I'm here. I am. I'm now sweating this uh, this Blue Jays run line. Had second and third two outs. And uh, just a ridiculous ridiculous strike three call. Come on, home plate umpire Stu Sherwater making that. Ah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. By the way, by the way, by the umpires. way, Ben and, and Kelly, this is for both of you. If any book that in your jurisdiction. And I can't wait for this to get broken up by the time during we're in break. <laughs> if any book is offering Sandy Alcantara will throw a no-hitter, you should bet you should take a shot if the price is good. The problem is the price probably won't be good enough. The Phillies look awful here tonight. I'm sure that's what those betters are lining up to do. Hour number two. Primetime action coming up next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.